you open your Bible to the book of uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 2, I want to look at verse 7, Matthew chapter 2, verse 7. Um, well, let's just read uh, verse, from verse 7. Then Herod secretly called the Mag- Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he said to them, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. And when he had found him, he reported, and when you, when you have found him, report to me, he said, I too may come and worship him. Uh, he wasn't worshiping for the right reasons. After hearing the king, they went their way. This is where, this is where I want to, de- this is where I want to deal with today. And after hearing the king, uh, they went their way and the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw, notice again, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshiped him then opening their treasury, treasures, they presented to him what? Gifts. They presented to him what? Yes. Gifts of what? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want to talk about this morning divine guidance. Divine guidance. Amen. Keep seeking Jesus. Amen. Divine guidance. Amen. Uh, oftentimes, and we've been looking at the, the, the whole story in the book of Matthew, uh, the gospel, we've been looking at the birth of Jesus. Uh, everything surrounding Jesus' birth is a miracle. Uh, from the immaculate conception to the fact that Joseph wanted to uh, put her away, but yet... There was a divine dream, and God guided Joseph and told him, amen, do not get rid of Mary. She is bearing a son, and that son, amen, will be with us. You will name him Emmanuel, which means God with us, and he will take away the sins of the world. It's amazing because when I look at this amazing account, I see that God has been guiding throughout history. Amen. We find the children of Israel, they are in the wilderness for 40 years. And the Bible says that God, a pillar of cloud, a pillar of cloud, amen, and and and, and God would uh, guide them throughout, amen, and light, by day, and light by night and the pillow cloud by day. And what God would do is he would guide them all through Scripture. I see God guiding. I don't know about you this morning, but maybe you need some guidance in your life. Maybe today, amen, you're trying to make a decision. You're trying to figure out what's going on right now. And maybe God is guiding you Amen. And moving you to a place where you need to be. Or maybe you may have misunderstood, amen, the guidance of God. When God guides you, amen, it may not look the way you think it's going to look. Come on, somebody. 
And all through Scripture, we find that the children of Israel, while 40 years in the wilderness, God provided manna, and he provided all the substance that they needed to live, amen, in a place which was not inhabited by other human beings. Do I have anybody? And so in our scripture today, we find that Jesus, amen, he, is, he, he was about two years old now. In chapter 2, he's about two years old. And now we find that the Bible says in chapter 2, verse 1, it says, now Jesus was born, amen, after, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Magi's from the east, arrived in Jerusalem. Now, Magi's were skilled astronomers. What they were, they were men who studied the stars, amen? So this is where you get your horoscopes. They, matter of fact, the word Magi is where we get our English word magic, amen? In other words, they were sorcerers. And we find that Magi's were in the book in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they're all over the book of Daniel, amen. We find that Magi's, amen, came and that, that's, what, that's what their practice was. And it's interesting to me because God will use some unusual people, amen. People who have nothing to do, amen, with, 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 with the truth, but yet God takes them, amen, and they had studied what's called the stars. They had studied the stars. And the Bible says they came to Bethlehem arriving. And look what they said. They were saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? Now, here's, here's the problem here. Problem here is this, that first of all, the Magi's know about the king to be born. But nobody in Jerusalem, I'm trying to show you something, nobody in Jerusalem had any clue as to what they were talking about. And the Bible goes on to show us this. The text says, it says, uh, king of Jews, look, it says, for we, verse 2, for we saw, this is what I love about this verse. It says, for we saw his star. Do I have anybody? Amen. That we saw what? His star. Amen. So, so what does that tell me? It tells me that God from the beginning, come on somebody, had a plan. And his plan was that he would use some people, come on somebody, who, watch this, who I wouldn't use. Remember, remember how we talked about uh, Paul, how, you know, God took Paul and used Paul, amen, and had a plan for his life. Here it is. God is using the magis, the magicians, the sorcerers, the most le least likely people, and they recognize his star. The question I have for you this morning is, can you recognize his star? Do you recognize how God is divinely guiding you. Do I have anybody? The text says we recognize, they recognize his star. It says, for we saw his star in the east and have come, there it is, they have come to do what? To do what? To worship him. Worship is what we come to do this morning. 
Worship is what we should be doing every Sunday morning. But, but it's interesting to me that these magis, these pagans who had nothing to do, Gentiles who did not know, but here we had Jerusalem, we had the high priests, we had the scribes, we had, they had the word of God, but yet, amen, isn't it amazing? You can have the Bible in your hand. Come on, somebody. You can, can I ask you a question? Who's guiding you? <laughs> because when they looked to the stars, they saw something. And they started to decode it to say that it linked to something else. And obviously, they had the writings of Daniel. And so when they went to the book of Daniel, they said, hold on a minute. Because it did say that a Messiah would be born. You see, saints, I want to tell you something. Jesus is real. And as much as people may try to cover up his birth and cover up his miraculous life, amen, there's no way you can hide it because if some people who don't know anything about him can recognize him, the question is, how come we can't? recognize him. Do I have anybody? And so all through Jerusalem, they're trying to figure out who are these men and why are they coming asking about a king? We already have a king. Watch the text. The text goes on to say, when Herod the king heard this, first of all, Herod was not Jewish. Herod, amen, was not of the kingly line. So Herod had a problem. What was his problem? He thought that his position was in jeopardy. Isn't that something? Oftentimes, people always think, amen, that if somebody better comes, they believe that they're going to lose their position. But I want to tell you something. What God has for you, baby, is for you, amen. You don't have to worry about what God has already put in place for your life. Do I have anybody? The text goes on to say that when Herod the king heard this, he was what? Troubled. Not only was he troubled, but all of Jerusalem with him. Why was all of Jerusalem troubled and why was Herod troubled? Because see, Herod and the Jews were in the same, you know, they were doing underhanded stuff. In other words, their administration was full of deception. And because the administration had so much deception, the people were not benefiting. The, amen. The kings were benefiting. And so for these men to come and watch this and, 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 and announce that they have arrived here, my question is, and I have questions of the text, why did God take so long? <laughs> Amen, amen. Why did he take so long? You see, God will allow you to go so far. Amen. And he will allow you to go and, and do your life the way that you want to do it. Amen. But you got to remember this. He will step in at some point. And he will give you divine guidance. I'm talking about divine guidance. I'm going to get to my points in a minute. But I just want to show you the context. Look what the context says. Verse 4, and gathering together... The what? The chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. Now, here's the thing. They knew the Messiah was supposed to be born, but they were going about their lives like everybody today is going about their lives. They don't believe that Jesus is coming back. 
Do I have anybody? Listen, we're walking around right now, living our lives. We got jobs to go to. We got bills to pay, and that's what we're amounting our lives to. But the next great event is not the birth of Jesus, but the coming back of Jesus. And baby, I want to tell you something. You better be ready when he comes back. I'm going to say it one more time. You ought to be what? Ready when he comes back. Because guess what? He's coming back for those who can recognize his star. Do I have somebody? The text says, the text goes on to say that he, that Herod gathered up the priests and the scribes. These are what I call religious people. They know the word, but they don't practice the word. Now, here's the thing. If you need divine guidance, divine guidance, first of all, divine guidance comes from the word of God. Look what the text says. The text says that they gathered together the chief priests and scribes and the people inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him, after what? Inquiring the what? The word. It says what? In Bethlehem of what? Can I ask you a question? What was their source? <laughs> The word of God. Can I ask you a question? You've been trying to figure out what God is trying to do in your life. Amen. Here's the thing. You've been asking questions. You've been seeking God, but the question is, have you looked to his word for divine guidance? God's word, the Bible says, is living it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. I want to tell you something. If you need divine guidance, you have to look to the Word of God. Listen, don't just look to the Word, but seek God's guidance from the word because the word is like a spiritual GPS. God has everything. Here's the thing. They had the word of God. The child was born, but they had fell asleep on the word. They had pushed the word to the side for politics. Herod and the scribes and the Pharisees, they were all in the same group together. Listen, they weren't thinking about Jesus. They were thinking about what can I get? May I say something to you? Don't you get fooled by success. Don't you get fooled, amen, by the things you see. But because God has a plan for your life. And here's the thing. Guidance comes from the word of God. Watch the text. The text goes on to say, and then they said to him, Bethlehem of Judea, for this, watch this, is what has been what? Written. By who? By who? The prophets. So not only does divine guidance come from the word, but divine guidance comes, watch this, through God's man. Write it down somewhere. You better write it down somewhere. The Bible says that the prophets wrote many years ago. And when they wrote the word of God, they said here, this, this scripture here in verse 6 comes from Micah. The word says here, it says uh, in verse 6, it's Micah 5.2. It says, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth what? A ruler who will do what? Who will shepherd 
my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi's and determined to them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said what? Go and search what? Carefully for who? For the child. And when you have found them, watch this, report to me so that I too may come, watch this, and worship him. Can I tell you something? Not everybody, watch this, want to see you succeed. Not everybody, watch this, their worship is for real. Not everybody, watch this, want what God has for your life. That's why you got to be careful who you share, watch this, your purpose with. You got to be careful, amen, who you give information about Watch this, about your life because not everybody is in it for the right reason. Herod, you know why Herod wanted to know where Jesus was? Because in chapter three, let me tell you what he did. He had all the children one to two years old to be murdered. Do I have anybody? Can I tell you something? Satan wants your future. Satan wants to take Watch this. He wants you to lose, watch this, focus in life. He wants you to forget that it's God who has been leading you, that it's God who has been guiding you. You got to stay focused and watch this. Be careful who you share your destiny with because not everybody is for you, baby. Some people want it, will tell you that they want to worship God with you all the while they want to sabotage you. Here it is, Herod. He was thinking about himself. And watch this, when your worship is affected, watch this, you can't get your deliverance. I'm going somewhere. Praise is like allergy to the devil. Do I have anybody? And here it is, the devil is saying, I want to worship him too. He wanted to know where Jesus was. But come here, let me, let me rewind the picture for a minute. Come here, Joe. Come here, Moses. Amen. The Hebrew boys in Egypt, the Bible says as much as they were killing them off, the more that was being born. So what they decided to do was to kill off all the little boys. But thank God that I see Jesus in Moses. Thank God that I see a topography of Jesus, that they took the little boy Moses put him in a basket, come on somebody, and pushed him down the Nile River. See, what I see in that, I see a contrast. See, your deliverer is coming, but you gotta be careful because the devil wants to destroy your deliverer. That's what Herod wanted to do. Herod wanted to destroy our deliverer. I wish I had somebody, but thanks be to Jesus, thanks be to God, that God used some men who are wiser, come on somebody, than Herod. You see, a wise man can see through a fool. Do I have anybody? And what Herod didn't realize is that these men, come on somebody, was being used by God to validate that Jesus was the Christ. Do I have anybody? You see, I see a contrast there. And as I look at the life of Jesus and all that he's been through, here it is. He was born in a manger. Didn't have no room for him. He had to flee from here to Egypt. 
watch this, and hide until Herod died. I'm fast forwarding a little bit. But I want to tell you something. God has a plan, y'all. And listen, let me say this to you. Divine guidance comes, watch this, when you stay in tune with the word of God, when you listen to the man of God. But here's the other thing. Watch this. Watch what the text goes on to say. Watch what the text goes on to say in verse 9. And after hearing the king, my, 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 after hearing the king, the text says, here's, the, here's their divine guidance. You ready? After hearing the king, they went their way and the star which they had seen where? In the east. What did it do? It went where? It went on where? Before them. So the first thing I see here, I see what's called a global star. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I see a what? A global star. God will guide you through what? His star. I'm going somewhere. And this star, I want to focus on the star now. The star, some, some have said it was Jupiter. Some have said it was the Shekinah glory of God that was guiding them along the way. You know what I, want, what I don't want you to miss? Don't miss, watch this, the miraculous. Don't miss what God is using. It's global. Don't miss what God is using to guide you. God will use a person. God will use something so miraculous, but if you're not paying attention, don't think, oh, it's just the sun. Don't think it's just the moon. The question you have to ask is, how did it get there? Don't just think, come on, somebody, it's the stars in the sky. No, the question is, how did it get there? Well, I want to tell you, behind the how, there's a who. Wish I had somebody. And I know who he is because he is universal. He is matchless. He is a, a miracle. He is, come on somebody, global. And listen, God has given us a global illustration of who he is. So not only was the star global, but watch what the text says. The text says that the, the, it went on before them. Look what it says. Until it came, now this is amazing to me. Watch this, divine guidance. Until it came and stood over the place, I'm going to sit down, where the child, what, was. It doesn't get any better than that. So not only is it a global star, you ready for this? But it is a guiding star. It is a what? Write it down. It's a what? It's a guiding star question I have for you is, has God been leading you? Has God been trying to get your attention? Listen, look around, pay attention. Don't miss the obvious. The star will guide you where? Right to where what? Jesus is. You want to know if the information that you're getting is from God? You want to know how you can know? Because watch this, if you follow the star, you will eventually run into Jesus. Come on, give God a prayer. The guiding star, here's, here's your discernment. 
If God is guiding you, he will, you will eventually, wherever he guides you, you will run right into Jesus. The text says, the star guided them where? To where? To where the child was. Is that right? It says, and until it came and stood over the place where the child was. But watch the next verse. Watch the next part of the verse. Not only was, was it a, a global star, a guiding star, but watch this. Watch verse 10. And when they saw, notice this. Now, when they saw the what? What did they do? They rejoiced. Now, the question is, which star? Because <laughs> now we're talking about two stars. <laughs> Amen. We're talking about Jesus being the greatest star. <laughs> Amen. But watch this. Watch what he says. He says, and when they, when they saw the star, they rejoiced. And watch this. And, and it was exceedingly with what? With great joy. So not only is it a guiding star, but it is a glorious star. It, it is a what? A glorious star. It brings what? Glory to God. It, it brings you joy. Can I ask you a question? When you get closer to Jesus, does it bring you joy? Come on, somebody. I'm talking about have you, do you really, do, do you really, do you really, does his, does his name bring you joy? These men came from the east. They didn't know what they were going to run into, but they knew that someone was born. And I want to tell you on this Christmas morning that I know that my Redeemer lives. I thank God that when God guided me to him, come on somebody, it was a glorious day in my life. When I ran into Jesus, it brought me joy, exceedingly great joy. I don't know about anything else that can bring you more joy than Jesus. I wish I had my help this morning. The text says that, yeah, in verse 11, it says, and after coming into the house, do you see that? They, they, they came into the house. I, I found it real, real amazing that God miraculously conceives Jesus with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. And now he miraculously spoke to Joseph in a dream. His birth was all about a miracle. But now God uses some men from the east. <laughs> I wish I had somebody. Some men who were not even thinking about Jesus. You can help me. Amen. Here's the thing. Some men, yeah, Lord, who really, really didn't know anything about Jesus. See, that's what I love about Jesus. That's what I love about God. He really knows what I need. I need divine guidance in my life. I need someone to lead me along the way. I thank God that my, my, the way that I learn about guidance is I learn, yeah, Lord, through the light. Thank God that he drew me closer to the light. Thank God that I understand and realize that Jesus, yeah, Lord, he is my everything. Thank God that the Bible says, and after they came into the house, 
they saw the child with Mary. His, hallelujah, with Mary. And the text says his mother. And they fell to the ground. See, here's the thing. Listen, you can't come into the presence of greatness and not fall to your feet, fall to your knees. It's amazing how much he has done for me. It's amazing how much he has done for us that all I can do this Christmas morning is fall to my knees and worship him. Why? Because lastly, he is the greatest star. He is the greatest. The text says they fell to his knees and they worshiped him. And then they opened up their treasures. They presented to him, hallelujah, the gifts of gold because he was royalty. Frankincense because that's, and myrrh because that's what they would use to anoint his body at death. Thank God, hallelujah, that I bring something this morning. I bring my life to you, Jesus, because you are the greatest star. Listen, Puff Daddy can't do it. Beyonce can't do it. Come on, somebody, but Jesus can do it. Do I have anybody? Do I have anybody? Amen. Jesus is the greatest star that ever lived. And I thank God today that despite their paganism, despite their knowledge of science and their superstition, they recognized God's voice and he spoke through the star. Do I have anybody? And here they are. They came down opening up their treasuries. See, when you come to know Jesus, everything belongs to him. Listen, here's the beauty of this picture. They came with anticipation. They came with expectation. And watch this, they did not come empty-handed. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. It's amazing how we come in the presence of Jesus and we bring nothing. Well, here's my life. I got that. But can he have your treasures? Oh, I ain't getting nothing right there. Y'all just, amen. Can he get it? See, because what they recognize is that I was in the presence of God. We were in the presence of the greatest man that ever lived, and that is Jesus. May I say this to you as I close? Follow the star. If you're going to get divine guidance, look to his word. Listen to his man, but follow the star. The star will lead you right to the foot of Jesus. And no matter what you're going through this season, no matter how it may feel this morning, remember this. The greatest gift that you have today is what God gave you, and that's Jesus.